0: Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS podcast, where Jonathan Denwood interviews the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS.
1: Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Show This Week in WordPress and SaaS. I've really been looking forward to this interview. Um, Our guest has had some uh, weather problems, but he wouldn't, it wouldn't stop him from coming on to the show, folks, and um, it's going to be a great discussion. He seems up for it. I've got David Baratine with us. He's the CEO of AbAid, hopefully I pronounced it correctly, but my ability to butcher my guests and their company's <laughs> names is... <laughs> Unsurpassable, as if you're a regular listener of you, you have observed so regularly. So, I'm also going to let my co-host Kirk introduce himself. Kirk, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers?
2: Yeah, Jonathan, great. Uh, my name is Kurt. Kurt von Anen. Uh, I own an agency called Manana Nomas. Uh, we focus largely on membership and e-learning type properties, and uh, the whole thing with Manana Nomas is about being on time and under budget. Yeah, that's great,
1: and in this interview we're going to be discussing um david's speciality, which is generating um leads um for um, agencies and sas it's an important subject in always important but on steroids in 2023. Um, He's got a lot of experience. I'm really looking for this interview. But before we go into the main meat and potato of the show, I've just got a couple messages from our major sponsors. We'll be back in a few moments, folks.
3: Are you looking for ways to make your content more engaging? Sensei LMS by Automatic is the original WordPress solution for creating and selling online courses. Sensei's new interactive blocks can be added to any WordPress page or post. For example, interactive videos let you pause videos and display quizzes, lead generation forms, surveys, and more. For a 20% off discount for the tribe, just use the code WPTONIC, all one word, when checking out and give Sensei a try today.
0: The importance of backing up your WordPress website cannot be emphasized enough. We use BlogVault to help us do this on a daily basis. With free staging, migrations, and on the pro plans, malware scanning and autofix, BlogVault is the professional's choice when managing just one website or many. Go to blogvault.com and see for yourself, you seriously won't find a better, more complete solution. That's blogvault.com, blogvault.com. We're coming back, folks. I also want to
1: say that I've got a new major sponsor. That is Zolo.com. Zolo is looking for some great partnerships in the WordPress agency community and in the developer community. And if you're a SaaS and you're looking for a CRM and other great marketing and managerial tools, Zoho is amazing, and it's amazing value as well. So go over there. They're looking for some great partnerships. So go over to Zolo slash partners, Zoho slash partners, and see what they're offering. Um, they really want to build their connections in the WordPress community. So. David, so can you give us a quick outline of your background and how you got into lead generation and (laughs) what drove you, drove you to where you are now, David?
3: Yeah. So I, uh, when I was a kid, I I was an entrepreneur, you know, like at at the age of three, I was selling, excuse me, I was selling um, drawings that I had done as a three-year-old to friends of the family for 40 bucks. And, uh, at the age of 10, I was selling candy bars and, and pencils and pens out of my backpack. And I've always had this sense of building businesses is kind of what I'm, what I'm up to. Uh, when I was 18, I started to get into, uh, marketing and advertising. And it was, you know, I, I tell my staff this now and they look at me sideways, but I was doing it on, uh, MySpace and Friendster and, uh, it, Facebook wasn't even a thing yet. Uh, and uh, in my early days, Twitter wasn't a thing. And so like all, all these social media platforms that we have now uh, were not available. But I cut my teeth doing some video editing, doing some web design 1.0, and really started to develop into uh, joint going towards uh, marketing and doing the agency route. And so at the age of 25, I started my first grown-up company, as I like to say, and uh, built that thing up over the course of 4 years into a nice little seven figure business that uh, I networked my way to and then uh I went to the doc and the doc said um hey you know you're, you're 29 dave let's do some tests you're about to be 30 let's kind of give you a physical and uh, I start uh, going through the process and he says um hey you're the most stressed out person we've ever tested. We've tested 4,500 people. If you don't change what you're doing, you're not going to see 40. I had two small kids at the time. I was like, "Wow, oh, yeah. I have to." Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to change some things. But so, the, reason, well, is, the
1: reason why the reason why you're grinning, Dave, is you look very chilled out. You, you, I get the vibe <laughs> that you're a very chilled out person.
3: Yeah, I am now. Uh, I uh, I had to do some some sincere work to figure that out. One of the things that I did for my business was I started generating leads and meetings through cold email outreach and creative direct mail follow-up. And it exploded my company and it led to me being able to exit. And then now uh what I did was when I left that company, I was able to take the best part of our lead gen and then give that away to other people now uh, through Avidel. And I've also either started or purchased 7 other businesses. And so... Um, I now, you know, get to run eight different businesses uh, from the mountains and the woods on a river. It's not a, it's not a bad life.
1: <laughs> so, what what led to just a quick follow up question? What led in to the present company um, which you're the CEO of? And um, on, you know, you it, you make some bold statements on your website, and but I checked you over and you got a lot of experience in this area so i'll give you credence about being able (laughs) to um well it's true isn't it david there's you know there's loads of people on the internet making all sorts of claims isn't there david um um but i checked you over you know and you got a lot of experience and um you got some credence but you make your company makes some bold statements about being able to generate leads and getting people in front of, um, on the business to business. What led you before I throw, I throw it over to Kirk, what made you focus in that particular sector, Dave?
3: Yeah, my, my real goal is to serve entrepreneurs. And a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with how to generate meaningful leads uh, a lot of times, especially in the B two B space, what I hear is "Let's network our way." Let's network our way, and that's what I did, you know. And I have compassion for those people. So when I looked at it, I just went, you know, what would be a meaningful result that we could generate for B two B companies that would actually help their businesses grow? I believe that small business is the way, right? And so I'm like, all right, what can we do for that? And it came down to well, we could put meetings on their calendar. That would be the most impactful thing that we could control that would actually help these businesses grow. Obviously, I'm not built to take on sales calls for all these companies. We've toyed with that idea, by the way, Jonathan, just so you know. We're like, man, what if we took these and sold them? And it's not off the table. For right now, though, what we've done instead is we're like, we can generate these meetings and then we're going to train our clients how to close these deals. So part of what all of our clients get, it's one of the questions I ask for every company that, that I own, after they sign on, what's the next problem that they're going to have, right? So the minute that someone says yes, they immediately start to doubt, did I make the right decision? How can we start to give them the confidence and the ability to be actionable on the the, the decision they just made to invest in their company? And so part of that is putting them through free sales training. And it's highly effective because we take so many cold uh, meetings every single month for every business. And most of our clients don't. Most of our clients are still growing their business via referral. They're growing their business via affiliate if they're in the SaaS space. They're growing their, their business in some other way. And so doing cold email outreach, doing creative direct mail follow-up, that sales process is a foreign concept to them. And so it requires a new way to approach the selling process. And we train people how to do that. So I got into it, honestly, Jonathan, because I was like, this is going to help agencies, SaaS products, yeah. B2B companies more than anything else.
1: So you basically, um, through your experience, you saw the need for yourself and you just thought that you could fulfill something that you were looking for and needed in an effective way.
3: Yeah, yeah. And I I, I think that a lot of times my best uh, businesses come out of the space of what do I need right now? Or what did I need back then? Or what do people need in that space, in that circumstance? How can we help them? Um, a lot of times, I think entrepreneurs try to do something new and fresh. And it's like, actually, if you just take an old model and use it in a new way, interact with it in a new fashion, you may actually have the best business out there. There's something it was interesting that I found uh, that was 20% of businesses fail because there's no market need. And so it's people that come up with a new idea and there's just not a market need versus something that, and this is, you know, everybody that's listening to this or an agency, there are agencies a dime a dozen, right? There are hundreds, thousands of us. And the reality is there are new ways to do old things that can generate lots of revenue.
1: Yeah, it really resonates with me because um, I've used um, SEO and content marketing to drive traffic to my website and then, um convert it but I am actually looking to do b2b um outreach myself um I'm on the midst of planning it all out so it kind of gelled with me um so over to you Kurt
2: thanks Jonathan um David when I heard that we were going to be talking to you I, I looked some things up right because I was like I got to know what I'm talking to this guy about and uh <laughs> I was really intrigued by the outrageous offer messaging and stuff like that. And and I too am really drawn to small companies and small business and helping them and, and with all their stuff, with the membership and the learning sites and stuff. And I am constantly amazed at how, when I talk to a lot of small business owners, they don't really have a firm idea of what their, what their main offer actually is or what their outrageous offer could possibly be. Um, how do you, What's your methodology for overcoming that obstacle, or getting people to to really embrace that outrageous offer, key offering that they're going to put out?
3: Yeah. So the first thing is, what is it that your clients really want? You know, so your clients would say, "Well, I want to, I I want something that's, I want a website that's going to generate more revenue." (laughs) Okay, great. What does the more revenue get you? You know, does it get you more time with your kids? Does it give you more peace of mind? Does it allow you to grow and scale so that you can sell because you want to? be able to exit and go write your novel. What does it do, right? And so it's it's really getting close to your customers and asking them questions that are going to be of value to you and to them. One of the things that we teach in our sales training, Kurt, is you don't just dig for pain. That's important. Like, hey, what does this mean for you? If you don't do this, what is it going to cost you? But you also pull out what's the dream? What's the goal? and And if you can get close to that, you start to get the seeds... Of a great offer. And so that's where we start out is what's the dream? What's the dream outcome here for your client? And then the next place that we like to go is hey, listen, what's the main thing, right? So if the dream is, I want to sell my company, let's say, Um, what is the ultimate main thing that we need to be selling to them then? Is it actually that we're going to increase their revenue? which we're going to help them increase their profit. What is the main thing? For agencies, it's almost exclusively, I'm going to help you increase your revenue and maybe I help you with your profits up, right? So if that's the case, then we need to be talking about it in that fashion. Hey, look, we worked with this client. They saw X result and uh, they saw X result in Y time, right? So I love to say 90 days or less is a very strong case study. So if I say, hey, I I worked with Kurt. uh, We did some SDR work in the first 58 days we booked 24 b2b meetings he closed 3 of them and that was uh you know $97,000 in revenue in the first 2 months that's a really strong case study that's extremely yeah. powerful yeah. people go wow that's a lot of money really fast that's a great turnaround time i could see the value in that man i want to i want to enjoy that as well so the 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 next part of that that outrageous offer is honestly looking at what's a a guarantee that you can provide, right? For agencies, almost exclusively, you're going to have to provide a conditional guarantee. Hey, listen, we guarantee A, but you're going to have to do B, C, D, E, F, or maybe it's just B, C, right? But they have to do something in order to get the guarantee. What is it that they need to do? Uh, and this was the thing that I figured out in my first agency. I was running Facebook and Instagram ads, and I started to realize like, Everybody wanted a guarantee. So what I would tell people is, hey, listen, I'll guarantee you a return on ad spend, but you have to give me a few things. So thing number one, I need to be able to approve the landing pages of each product page. Thing number two, I need free shipping for all new customers. I'd love to have it for everybody, but I need it for at least all new customers. Number three, I need to have a product a month that I can reduce to at least uh map pricing i'd really love to be able to do it like 20 percent above cost i want to discount something huge and then what i'm going to do is i'm going to set up some systems on the back end that are going to upsell for a product that's going to be complementary to the one they purchase. purchased if you give me that i'll give you a roas guarantee now a lot of people they'd say okay cool let's do that um but uh I don't know if I want to give you all that. I'm like, that's fine. We can still work together. I just can't guarantee a return on on ad spend here. But if you want to do that, I will. So some of them would say yes, and then they'd be our best customers, right? Because yeah. if you have that outrageous offer, if you can guarantee something, even if not everybody qualifies for it, if you're using it in your marketing, Kurt, it does wonders for how many meetings you book. It does wonders for closing sales. It does wonders for how people understand how to interact with you, what they're going to get. And so, yeah, it's a huge deal. And when you think about it, um, every large company that you can imagine has a great offer. AT&T right now. Hey, you switch to us. We'll give your entire family iPhone 14s right now. Free. It's free to you. Well, that's, that's a lot. You know, if you have a family of four, that's four grand worth of equipment that they're just giving to you. Well, how do they afford that? Well, they know they're going to make it back. Right. Um, so outrageous offers are something that sound too good to be true, but are actually extremely lucrative. The other example I have for this too, real quickly, and then I'll be done, uh, is Costco. Costco does whole chickens for $4.99. They put them at the back of their store. It's huge stores, right? $4.99 whole rotisserie chickens. And then what they do is they put the alcohol and the other prepared food, their high margin items right next to it. So what they figured out was last year, they lost $21 million on chickens because it costs more than $4.99 to produce those chickens, right? But out of that, the average purchase price, again, think this. You're going in to purchase a five dollar chicken. The average person when they left Costco just going in to get a chicken spent $119. <laughs> so they didn't spend the five bucks. They spent more money doing that other stuff. And it was a really valuable offer.
2: Well, I must be doing it wrong because I always said that going to Costco had a two hundred dollar cover charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if my wife That's knows, an expensive that's club to get into, too. man. Yeah. All right. Uh Jonathan, can I throw it
1: back to you? Yeah, I think we go for our middle break, folks. It's been a a great discussion so far. I knew David would be an interesting guest. Uh, um, We will be back in a few moments, folks.
2: Hey, it's Ben's from LaunchFlows.com. If you've been looking for a fast and easy way to create powerful sales funnels on WordPress, then look no further than LaunchFlows. In just minutes, you can easily create instant registration, upsells, downsells, order bumps, one-click checkouts, one-time offers, custom thank you pages, and best of all, no coding is required. For as little as $50 per year, you can own and control your entire sales funnel machine with LaunchFlows. Get your copy today.
0: This podcast episode is brought to you by Lifter LMS the leading learning management system solution for WordPress. If you or your client are creating any kind of online course, training-based membership website, or any type of e-learning project, Lifter LMS is the most secure, stable, well-supported solution on the market. Go to LifterLMS.com and save 20% at checkout with coupon code PODCAST20. That's PODCAST20. Enjoy the rest of your show.
1: We're coming back, folks. I just want to point out that if you're looking for a great hosting partner for your WordPress agency, um, look at WP Tonic. Um, we specialise in e-learning and community websites, but we work with any agency. We got premier WordPress hosting, plus we offer a suite of plugins that will just work fantastic. That over got over ten thousand dollars worth of value, which you get as part of the hosting plan. So go over and sign up at WP Tonic Slash Partners, WP Tonic Slash Partners, and be work with us in building your WordPress agency with a, a company that's got over 15 years of experience in the WordPress community. So um, let's go on to our next question of the interrogation, David. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> We have ways of being to getting the truth out of you. Uh, um, so, um, I think, and I've struggled with this. Um, it's, it's just mind blowing. It's been a three year journey. I've got over 15 years experience in the WordPress area, David, as a developer working for agencies. Oh God, that made me lose all my hair, David. <laughs> uh, um, working for local agencies in northern nevada then i I worked um for myself with face-to-face with entrepreneurs that's been an interesting ride and then i found my speciality about four years ago but it's been such a journey um it's finding that um key offering that And how to explain it effectively on a website. It seems easy, but it's not. It's not at all. Um, got Got any insights about what we're talking about? What is the key offering? And you got any kind of insights that you could put in three or four minutes about how you find it?
3: Yeah. Only only
1: a small question, David.
3: (laughs) That's right. Well, it's interesting. You're you're not the only one, Jonathan. Every entrepreneur that I talk to struggles with this. And and one of my favorite uh, friends in this space, he put it and he said, uh, you know, it's really hard to read the label on a wine bottle when you're inside the bottle. (laughs) And that's That's what it's like to figure that out, to put it on your site, to figure out your messaging. So I get brought in a lot to consult with agencies and SaaS companies, and I help them figure out how to do this, right? Because it is a challenge, sincere challenge. The way that I've kind of figured it out is, I always go, hey, listen, people are not here to purchase a feel-good thing, right? They're not here because you're a media buyer. That's not why they're here. They're here because... They need the results that a great media buying agency gives you. They're not here because they need a new website. They're here for the results of what a new website can bring you. So if you lead with results oriented language, right? Is it going to save you time? Is it going to make you money either in revenue and profit? Is it going to increase? It's going to make you more healthy. Is it going to help your relationships? Those are the four things that you can do in every aspect of any product or service you sell. Those are the four things people are always ask me like, what's a Mercedes Benz? And I'm like, that's status, which is all about relationship, right? Like that's all that that is. It's all about relationship. And so if you distill it down to really simple terms, it actually gives you the ability to make it really simple for other people to pick up what you're doing. So it it really is getting down to what is the main thing? What do they want if they engage with us? What is going to make us different? What's fascinating to me, Jonathan, is I go on to so many agency websites, and I know that it's an agency site because it's, it's got a beautiful design. It's got really flowery, beautiful, you know, uh, you want to stand out. We make you stand out in the crowd, you know, and it's like the same sort of like, it's got some sex appeal to the copy that's written and it doesn't drive any results. And I love to ask agency owners, Hey, how many leads are you getting through your website every month? And they'll go, Oh, like one, two. I'm like, well yeah, it's cuz you have no call to action. They don't do the things they would do for their own clients to themselves. And so, uh yeah, it's really distilling down what is the result that clients are going to get if they engage with you. And if you can do that, you're going to be ahead of 99% of agencies.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a bit linked to the Greek philosophers, you know, they they say the biggest challenge is to know thyself. Um and most people don't bother, you know, but it's normally your friends and, and your close partner and your friends and your family that know you better than you know yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think you're describing that, isn't it? You could be in the weeds, can't you, and um, not really understand how you're being seen by others, can't you? Yeah.
3: Yeah, And and it's – if you're struggling with that and you're like, hey, I don't know – what to do, and I can't afford to hire someone to help me figure this out, it, you can talk to your current clients. Hey, what, what made you say yes to working with me? What, I'm just curious. You know what, Why do you continue to work with me? What's, what is it, what's in it for you? What are you looking for? What are you trying to get? And they'll be honest, right? Sometimes they'll tell you something that you don't want to hear too. Um, I, had, I had a consulting client of mine. She did this. She started asking some of her clients, Uh, hey, why did you engage? One of her clients said, because you're cheap. (laughs) And I was like, do you want to be that? She goes, no, I don't want to be cheap. I was like, what do you know? And so it became this kind of dialogue of, okay, how are you presenting yourself? How are you marketing yourself? How are you selling yourself? Is it presenting in such a way that is actually where you want to go? And again, it's it's funny, fellas. Like we're, we're talking about people that specialize in marketing And they miss the boat on their own stuff. And it happens all the time.
1: Yeah. Over to you, Kurt.
2: Well, um, you opened with being stressed out with, you know, with your first company and having to make some changes. And then we've got a stat here that says that 72% of entrepreneurs suffer some type of, of mental health issue. Do you, do you have any suggestions or or uh, or kind of like best practices for entrepreneurs to kind of stay out of the weeds and keep their head on straight?
1: I, I just want to say, David, that I I totally know that I'm bonkers. I've just accepted. <laughs> I've just accepted it, David. And Kurt works for me on some projects, and everybody that works for me has accepted that they're dealing with somebody that's pretty bonkers.
3: <laughs> um. Yeah, I, so I am a huge believer in self care routines and habits. So it was one of the things that led to me at 29 not doing well. When I was in, in high school and in college, I was a, an athlete. Uh, I worked out on a consistent basis. I ate well. I took care of myself. Um, I meditated regularly. And as I got older, had a business that was successful, you know, only 7% of companies in the country, do seven figures. So I was in the top 7% of of entrepreneurs and business owners. Uh, and I was struggling because I had two small kids. I had a successful business that needed me to be everything to everyone. I needed to go to networking events and da-da-da-da-da. And uh, ultimately, what I ended up figuring out, Kurt, was that I needed to put those practices back in place. So if you're at a point right now, you're listening to this, and you're struggling, I'll tell you exactly how I got started. Three days after I had that conversation with my doc, I just went, okay, you can't not do anything, but you don't have time and space margin right now to do what you really want to do in the future. So, what can you do? So, I gave myself some very low bars of success. You drink a glass of water, you walk for five minutes a day. Anything more than that is gravy, but success. Glass of water, five minute walk. Now, 19 out of 20 days, I'd do a 30 minute walk or more, right? Yes. Or I'd yeah. go for a run or I'd go lift to the gym. That being said, there was one day out of the 20 where, you know, where five minutes was all I could do. It's, it's all I had in me. Um, most days I drink way more than a glass of water, just one. I'd have many. But there were some days where, man, I went straight from drinking coffee to, oh man, it's six o'clock at night. I should probably calm down, um, and have a beer or something to kind of like bring myself down. Okay. Get a, get a water in between. Cause there were just days where you're running hard and fast. So it was, it was simple things like that. Now what I do is I, I do an infrared sauna, uh, four days a week. I lift, uh, or exercise six days a week. Um, I go get out in nature. Like there was a study that was done that shows that if you look at a living green plant for three minutes, it has a noticeable drastic change in your cortisol levels. It reduces them by 52%. So if you just get out in nature and you move and walk around, you see trees, you breathe clean air, it does something for our psyches. We were not supposed to be in buildings as much as we are. And I'm sure just like everybody listening to this, I work on a screen all day. We, we didn't evolve to look at screens. This is a, a new concept to uh, humanity, and it's a challenge. And so we need to engage our more ancient parts of our minds and bodies in order to have the sort of uh, mental and physical health that is necessary in order to have and find success in the businesses that we run.
2: Yeah, I well, for one, I'm a strong believer in beer therapy as well. So uh, <laughs> there you go, Kurt. I, I, I jump right into that in the afternoon. And uh for me it was mountain biking, David. I, I just go, it, I'll stare at the screen and nothing's happening and I'm not being productive and I go, you know what? I, I just go out and pedal for an hour or two, I come back and I can knock out two, three days worth of work in an afternoon after a mountain bike ride. You know, but I think everyone's gotta find their their niche, everyone's gotta find their their magic button, you know? Absolutely.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. it kind of really, it also really resonated with me, David, because um, just to share something, about 18 months ago, about two years ago, um, I'm six foot, but I, I'd gone up to 310 pounds in weight, wow. um, and I wasn't very happy, and that I had a really big beer belly, but I didn't drink that much. Yeah. And... um um, I only have one meal a day now, and I'm 190 pounds, Um, and I walk. I haven't done it because it's all been ice and snow, and I'm a bit worried about taking (laughs) it nap. Because already uh, about two weeks ago, I I slipped and landed on my head. Um, But I normally walk about five miles a day, two and a half miles in the morning and two and a half miles in the late afternoon, early evening um and um i really it really does make a big difference getting out and walking and just getting out there because most of us are spending too much time in front of a computer aren't we
3: yeah yeah and it's it's the thing that um you know we we keep kind of finding out a, a couple of different things that are just really not healthy for us one of them is inflammation the second one is sitting and so it's like yeah we have to find ways to move It's really important.
1: Yeah, and I tried all different kind of um, calorie reductions. And the reason why I just have one meal, it's really difficult to really overeat with just one meal. That's right. Uh, uh, And I think um, applying the same thing to your personal um, life or personal situations you should apply, you need... You need to work out a simple plan of action for an end result and have something that's sustainable and keep it simple. And I think you can apply that to your business problems as well, don't you? Would you agree with that?
3: Absolutely. You know, I, I, um, most of the time, what I find, I'm sure you two find this as well, people become frozen in time, they become frozen from taking action because everything's convoluted. It's complex, and they haven't simplified it. One of the, the uh, things I talk about with my leaders that run the different companies, I'm like, simple, actionable, and repeatable. That's what our communication style needs to be. It needs to be simple. We need to give them things that they can take action on, and they need to be able to repeat that action in order to continue to find success. And that's true for our personal lives as well. To your point, Jonathan. like uh, In business, in our personal life, we need to have steps that we can take that are simple, actionable, and repeatable um and so if we do those things then we're going to find success because we know hey this is measurable we're able to see the results we're able to continue to do it on a regular basis and it really makes a big difference in personal and professional life so yeah i I think that you're spot on
1: right let's go let's wrap it up with a couple of fun questions i always like to ask my guests um so um, i don't know if you ever watch any british TV bbc the um the time lord the um the um doctor who yes. the time machine yeah. um so if you had uh, your own time machine and you could go back um hope- I, I'm, I'm gonna speak for you i imagine you're gonna say cheer out but uh, hopefully you've got <laughs> something a bit more uh than that. Um but if you um but if you had a time machine and you could really go back to the start of your entrepreneur journey, is there anything that comes to mind that you wish that you knew at the start of it, you wish you could go back and say it to yourself?
3: Yeah. I mean there's a lot, right? But if if I was gonna pick one, it would be Get the, the marketing and messaging right for yourself first before you worry about the marketing and messaging for other clients. Uh, you know, as, as an agency owner early on, everything that I did was all about the clients, and it made it so that it was really hard to grow. Um, because we didn't have the messaging down, we didn't have the offer down, uh, and it took us four and a half years to figure that out. If I could have figured that out sooner, I'd be four and a half years further along in my journey than I am now, that'd be really helpful.
1: That's great. And over to you, Kurt.
2: I was writing down a note because I thought that was an amazing statement right there. (laughs) A lot of folks mess that up because you're in such a hurry to help the client. You forget about yourself. Um, David, I guess the next thing is just, you know, uh, what kind of books, websites, um, courses, what's what's inspiration for you? And uh, what could you recommend to our listeners?
3: Yeah. So, okay. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give your listeners some things that uh, perhaps they've heard of. And then I'm going to give them some stuff that I'm sure that they haven't. (laughs) Uh, certainly not for business because I think that it's really, really helpful to have some of these ideas. So, so number one, if you're looking to get, um, some outrageous offer stuff done, you can uh, access some of that through my, my website. I actually put together a free course for that. DaveValentine.co backslash OO for Outrageous Offer. It's a free e-course. I usually charge 2500 bucks for people to go get in on that. Um, but I'm giving it to your listeners for free. Um, some of the the things that I really love as far as when it comes to uh, business stuff, Alex Formosey's $100 Million Offers uh, is a fantastic book that every agency owner should read. It's going to help you with your own marketing, your positioning, your sales. it's also going to help you with your clients. Um, absolutely love that one. The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield is a seminal work that I read every single year. Have either of you read that book?
1: Yeah, I have but a while ago, but I probably have to go back to it. It's always um, it's always interesting to read a book. I, I suffer from di- what sorry. I was going to utilise the word suffer. Um, <laughs> I don't suffer. I have dyslexia and I tend to listen to audio books. Um, yeah. But it's always fantastic um, to go back, either read or listen to audio book. Uh, even a book that's really influenced you because you go back and listen to it and normally you've missed something can it affects you in a different way doesn't it
3: yeah i i am one of those people that i'll pick up a a handful of new books every year just to see what else is out there for the most part i reread really impactful books over and over and over and over again and jonathan to your point I do a lot of audiobook content and there's a study that came out last year that shows listening to a book is just as beneficial to our brains as reading the book physically. So if someone starts to say, Oh, you just listen to the book. Actually, it's just as beneficial as reading it. So don't let anybody denigrate you or put you down for listening. Um, the, the next one that I would say, um, is fantastic. Ryan Holiday's book, The Obstacle is the Way is great. Uh, he talks about Stoic philosophers. If you're not, if you don't have any sort of spiritual or religious bent that helps you get through the madness of being an entrepreneur, um, I kind of think that entrepreneurship's like AA, it's helpful to have a higher power. <laughs> and so I give a lot of my uh, staff that are atheists, when they're looking for, or agnostics or what have you, when they're looking for something to hold on to, I give them Stoic philosophy as a framework for how to handle the challenges of everyday life. And then the last book that I'm going to give that I'm sure no one's ever given, um, I'm a huge follower of uh, a man who died in 2019. Uh, his name is Ram Dass. He was a, a, a Jewish, he was formerly known as Richard Alpert. Um, he was a Jewish professor at Harvard of psychology and started to engage with psychedelics back in the 60s before anyone knew what they were, before they were banned, before they were legal. And he was doing these experiments and he started to realize um yeah, yeah. that he was having some sort of breakthrough yeah. and but no one could tell him what was going on um he was they were they would have these experiences they'd be high on drugs and he'd see through uh the veil or whatever you want to call it through the nature of reality and then he'd always come back down and so he ended up traveling to India and meeting a man who uh did things that he just couldn't explain and started to just love him so much that uh, he ended up being uh, converting to uh, Hinduism and being a teacher, and he used Hinduism and Sufism and uh, every sort of mystic tradition from every religious background you can imagine. He engaged with and he taught with, and I love Ramdas for so many reasons. But one of them, and the reason why I mention him here, is that in all of his teachings, he likes to remind people that we're all interconnected. We're all irrevocably interconnected. And so, uh, he had this statement. He was, he would say, um, do what you do with another person, but never put them out of your heart. And so often business is hard and you have to make tough decisions and it affects people's lives. And so he challenges me in a positive way. Can I love this person and still write them up? Can I love this person and fire them? Can I love this person and pursue a legal suit because they've, harmed my companies and how do I do that in a very conscious way? And so um yeah anyways that's a that's a fun one to to throw out for you Kurt.
1: Oh um you, you get top marks. Um, <laughs> we, we give we give the uh, interviewees folks a list of questions you'd be surprised um Dave the amount of people that still come on the show unprepared <laughs> 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 uh, um, so I'll give you five out of five. Um, oh, thank you, Dave. Are you, are you okay just to stay on for some extra bonus of bonus questions? Absolutely. Um, we're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show, folks. I like to keep it to about thirty between, below forty minutes. Um, Dave, what is the best way for people to find out more about you, um, your company, and your ideas, and that?
3: Yeah. So you can go to uh, DaveValentine.co. You can check me out there. Uh, like I said, DaveValentine.co backslash OO for that outrageous offer e-course. And I've got another offer for your audience if it's okay. At uh, The SDR firm works with a lot of agencies. And so if someone wants to have, um, uh, that's listening to this, you've never done SDR, you've never done cold email outreach, and you'd like to try it out, uh, send me an email, David at dot Agency, A V A D E L dot agency. Send me an email with the name of this podcast in the headline, and I'll get you set up with three meetings for free. Anyone that wants to take advantage of that, wow. get some meetings. On That's your a very
1: generous offer, David. Thank you so much.
3: Um, and uh, and you can also find me on any social media platform at Real is my handle for TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. So there you go.
1: That's fantastic. And Kirk, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and
2: what you're up to? Uh, if they're watching the video, they can see how to spell my name. And uh, Kurt Von Onen on LinkedIn is the best way to find me. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn every day. Uh, I connect with everybody. It says follow, but click more, click connect. And, you know, let's do a discovery call. If you want to call it that, let's call it an icebreaker. But uh, it doesn't have to be a sales session, just has to be getting to know each other. And uh, I like to meet the people that I'm connected to.
1: That's great. Um, We're going to continue the discussion. Um, You'll be able to watch the whole interview on the WP Tonic YouTube channel, plus some more questions we've got in this great interview. Um, Like I say, just go over to YouTube channel WP and search for WP Tonic, and you'll find all these interviews plus the bonus content. And please subscribe to the channel. I do another show. We've got a ton of really interesting content on the channel please subscribe it really supports the show and we'll be back next week to say that i've got some amazing guests coming up in the next couple months is an understatement i've got some really interesting and diverse people and we'll be back next week
0: thanks so much see you soon folks bye hey thanks for listening we really do appreciate it why not visit the mastermind facebook group and also to keep up with the latest news click wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.